Small Business Show, episode number 55 for February 24th, 2016. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show at businessshow.co, where we come together every week to talk about the things of interest to you, the folks running or wanting to run your own business and make some money. Here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, sir? I'm good. I promised last (laughs) week that I was going to come up with that, uh, you know, five second bit. And (laughs) and I came up with it during that five second bit. So that's pretty good. It it might be. We might iterate. We'll fine tune it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And this is show 55. 55. Yeah. And happy anniversary now, right? We've passed the one year mark. Yeah. That's it. You know, I can never hear that 55 without singing or thinking of uh, Sammy Hagar. Sammy, of course. uh, You know, I I saw him. I, I think, well, maybe no, it wasn't last year. It was a year before up in South Lake Tahoe. He plays up there all the time in a small gig. I had no idea. That guy was born in 1947. Oh, he's an old, yeah. He's an older he than us, 68, dude. 68, and yes. he was killing it. Yeah. I mean, I just hope that at 68, well, not that I'm going to get up and sing on stage, but if, <laughs> if, if, I, if I do, pull you me could. down. But uh, yeah, good. But, uh, yeah I, I love that. Uh, it, was a, it was a great show. It was only a couple hundred people there, and it was just fantastic. Did you see him with Chickenfoot, or was it just Sammy's band, or it what? It was the Red Rockers. It was not with Chickenfoot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, and, I have uh, seen Sammy in many incarnations. The first time I saw Sammy was um, in the, uh, you know, on the OU812 tour with Van Halen, oh. which was the second record he, he did with them. Nice. And, um, and, and I've seen him in, you know, big arenas and I've seen him in small places like, like you talked about there. Sammy has something we all can learn from and that, and, and I know we didn't intend to talk about Sammy Hagar here and we <laughs> probably yeah, won't spend the whole episode on him, <laughs> but as 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 a business owner, yeah, he has a, a a charisma about him that is uncanny. He knows how to make you feel like, and even and this happens even if you know it going in, like even if you've already like had the conversation we're having right now, and you've identified exactly what he's going to do to you, you're still going to buy it. He'll make you feel like this is the best show the band has ever played. You're the best crowd the band's ever played for. Uh, the band is happier in that moment than they've ever been in their lives, and they never want the show to end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Every single night, yeah. that's what Sammy delivers. And he also sings really well, and he's not a bad guitar player. Right. But, but he has the ability to to bamboozle you into this. Now, I mean, even if you know it, you kind of want that, you know, but, sure. but there's a benefit to that, to having whoever it is that's speaking for your business you know, and, and, you know, your front person. And I always think about businesses. It's funny, this topic hasn't come up, but I always think about businesses like rock bands because, you know, I play in bands and stuff, but you need that lead singer to not just sing lead. They, they are the ones that are pitching you, your business to your crowd, your audience, your customers, and they need to make everybody feel like we're all totally stoked about this deal, not the deal before the deal after. Yeah. And I would add, that lead singer also needs to have needs to pitch to the their employees as well. 
absolutely right. Yeah, he fires up the band as much as he does. Yeah. The, yes, that's a yeah. great point. Yeah, yeah we're you know he, they're telling a story, which is what you're doing as well. And over time, you're going to refine that story, but you still have to pitch that story to the people that that work for you. Yeah, and if you're going to be the lead singer, and you don't have to be the lead singer. Right? No. You, you no, it doesn't like need Eddie, to be you. Yeah, right. you could be like Eddie Van Halen and you could bring lead singers in and fire them. <laughs> and out. <laughs> That's another story altogether. But but I do want to say I did see Sammy Hagar when he was playing with Ronnie Montrose when I was a little kid. Did so you really? I'm really dating myself, but yeah, I had I have older brothers that were really into him and dragged me along at the local uh, Conquer Pavilion around here. And it was awesome. Wow. Uh, but anyway, it's another story uh, <laughs> altogether. But it's okay if you're a logistics person or a numbers person or an engineer yeah. or whatever it is, uh, to, to find someone that you believe can tell that message better than you can yourself. Yep. And, and, in and fact, maybe, that's a, huge, yeah. that's a, that's a sign of a great leader. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I would agree. And, and I, I really thought about it until we started like, like often on this show, um, we quickly segue into something, you know, we didn't think about talking about, but it is really important, uh, that, that you recognize that because there are lots of people that start businesses that that just may not be their skill set telling your story or uh, maybe even motivating employees or that kind of stuff. And the sooner you realize that, the better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You know, I, no, I mean, you're you're totally right, because the success story here, I mean, Sammy is is a great lead singer. And listen, he's run his own businesses in terms in bands. And also, you know, he had that little tequila thing that made him oh. crap tons of we money need to have him on the show. I, I'm I would love to have him on the show. I wish <laughs> we had so. thought about it to have him on this episode, number 55, yeah. you know, but, um, but <laughs> Eddie, awesome. Eddie Van Halen, you're right. Is he's the, the, the right, I don't know if you'd call him the CEO, that might be the right sure. term. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, whatever, he's certainly the chief founding officer. Um, and, and he has made that band successful with three lead singers, like five different times. Yep. Right. In different, different eras. Right. And they've pivoted and many shifted. Times. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, despite all the turmoil or whatever it is, uh, they've, you know, they've been around forever. They've been around forever. Yeah. And I got, I got to know, uh, uh, the, the, the least well-known singer of Van Halen, Gary Sharon, who's oh, yeah. also from extreme. Yeah. I've actually, I've, I've actually played on stage with that guy. Believe it or not. That was an odd choice for Van Halen. I thought. That, um, uh, you know. yeah, I, yes. From a, from the outside point of view, it was, he, I mean, that guy is one heck of a front man. I, I've, uh, yeah, okay. I've been on stage with a lot of people. Um, and, that guy, when he walks on stage, you know, I'm behind the drums. When he walks on stage, there is an energy he brings with him. That's amazing. And he's the humblest, meekest little guy you'd ever meet. You're sitting down and having like pizza with him or whatever. And he's just like so polite and all that, you know, and, and then he gets on stage and it's like, whoa, you know, hold on, that's man. Great. Yep. But, 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 you know, he was, he was, he played in Van Halen too, where he says he was the, uh, the world's best paid cover singer. Ah, uh, yeah. But they I, did I write you. an album together that did fairly well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're right. It was sort of a weird choice um, yeah. in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that um, y- you need to, to try to step outside yourself as a, as a leader. Cause you know, you can be a great manager and uh, but 
you know, the leadership quality, somebody in your organization, as you grow it, needs to take on that role of storyteller, myth maker, uh, to outside and inside. And I often like when things aren't going well, it, it is. And I'm sure I've said this before on the show, you, you know, oftentimes your instinct is like, Oh, I just, I got to close the door and I just got to deal with these problems by myself. But in reality, if you look back, if you have the luxury of looking back at solving problems that when bad things happen is when you really need to throw your door open wide and walk around. Um, because I guarantee you, if you're feeling that stress and pressure, uh, everybody else in your organization in as well as well, because they're picking up on you. They're looking to you, right? Yeah. So, if, so if you walk in in the morning and you don't walk around and say hello or check in with everybody or midday or whatever it is, they're going to notice that. And those little things, you know, there's an old managing by walking around, right? Yeah. An old adage that is really true. And I really believe that you need to get, if, especially if you're working in an organization where there's other people around you during the day, you got to get up, you got to go walk, you got to talk and take some interest in what they're doing, you know, uh, make sure little things are what really matter. You know, we had a, we had a young guy that's recently started with us. Uh, and you know, I I've heard that he was moving into a new place. And to me, it's like, okay, that's the steps, right? You get hired, you get a job. It's probably his first job. And he's a great young guy, really smart. And he's going to, now he's going to get, get an apartment, get his own place out of, after graduating college. And okay, great. And the next thing I imagine he's going to, there's going to be a new car in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, onward and upward. So, you know, just stopping by and I, and I barely know the kid, but just going, Hey, you know, if you want, I just stopped by and I said, Hey, if you'd like to borrow some boxes or just, if you need some boxes for your moving stuff, you know, make sure you hit up the shipping guys so, and they can help you out. Those kind of things I think are really important making that connection, just like you're talking about Sammy Hager, making the connection with their audience and making them feel a certain way. You're going to take them on this ride for the next few hours. And this is how it's going to be awesome. You need to connect with your employees in that same way that the, there's more to this than just coming in and picking up your paycheck. Um, and, and you're, that's just not who you are. You want to come in to be an active part of the community and you want to connect with everybody from the president all the way, to, all the way, you know, across your organization. Yeah, no, it's totally true. You, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that concept of managing by walking around and you can do it virtually too. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. In fact, that's, um, not the intended topic of this show. We've got, we've got slack and that sort of stuff coming up, but, uh, it, you, you need to make sure it's easy, especially in a virtual company. It's easy to avoid that. I mean, it's, it's not even avoiding it. If, if, if you don't take action, then it, yes. it doesn't happen. Right. Um, you know, you won't even accidentally run into someone on your way to the restroom or something. Right. Yeah. So do you, you know, have it as part of your daily routine that you're reaching out to, you know, your team throughout the day, just like, how's it going? Just checking in. Yeah, I do. Um, okay. I, you know, I mean, I have meetings, we have meeting times set up, uh, regularly, but, uh, yeah, I always try to reach out, you know, especially as the day winds on, uh, you know, oh, should we, you know, how are things going? Anything, yeah. you know, it, I, I find some excuse, you know, I, I, we call them with our customers, we call them RFCs reasons for contact. Right. You, you know, it. but, yeah. but there's reasons for it's like, you know, the same as you said that Sammy's got to, um, inspire both the audience and the band. It's the same thing. You got to find those reasons to, to turn around and talk to the band too. So, yeah. yep. 
Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Well, that was worth uh, 10 minutes or so of discussing that. Cause I think, I think so. Really, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So what's uh, this show? What's this episode actually about? Or are we <laughs> done? Right. So thanks folks for gonna, listening. Let me yeah. find the theme music. We're good. <laughs> we're going to talk about reviews today. Uh, and as, as small businesses or local businesses, any business really, um, as, as reviews and social have really exploded, it's become, critically important that managing your reviews are part of your uh, overall strategy and your marketing uh, strategy. And so I thought we would talk about some of the, you know, uh, situations with reviews and how to deal with some of the issues that that come up. Sounds like a plan. I like it. And yeah, and you know, I think one of the most popular, uh, you know, review sites, is, you know, is Yelp. And uh, a lot of people, especially small business owners have this kind of love-hate relationship with Yelp. Um the the love I think is you know Yelp is very popular and they do fantastic uh, search engine optimization so you'll often see when people search for your company name uh, Yelp will come up very very high in the rankings um, which is what they want you know with your reviews and I think the the hate or maybe the frustration comes in with the filtered reviews policy that that Yelp has are you familiar with that uh, yes I I um. I have my own whole take on this reviews concept, but, but so I don't deal with Yelp as anything more than a consumer um, and rarely even as a contributor, but I am totally aware of this feature. Yeah. Reviews thing. yeah. And, and if, if you're not, and you know, you just search filtered, you know, Yelp filtered reviews on, on Google and, and you know, they have an algorithm that they, that they claim is very, uh, or is, is, you know, completely impartial and that they, some reviews make it onto your page and some, uh, do not. And as a small business owner, oftentimes you find that some of your best reviews don't make it onto your page. And it's very frustrating then to, to see some maybe not so stellar reviews make it onto your, your Yelp page as well. And my advice after dealing with this for a number of years is very simple. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it go. And don't beat your, you know, your, your head against the wall with this, these things, the way to deal with it, in my experience, it takes a long time, but just focus on, on providing awesome, incredible customer service. If you are truly authentic at that, you're still going to get screwed once in a while. Of course. <laughs> right. However, however, nobody expects you to have perfect reviews. In fact, People are suspect of businesses that have perfect reviews. And it's they true. Think, right? Yeah. And so I think what's, in, in, what's really important, it's not the negative review in as much as how you respond to it. And so I want to I talk about a couple different ways to respond. Okay. One is how to respond privately. Yes. Uh, and, and the other is publicly. And I think that lots of or there have been some businesses in the past that have responded publicly and probably didn't have the lead singer responding you know it was maybe the engineer or the guy you know the 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 person that didn't have the best customer service skills out there yeah and i think that's probably the worst thing you can do it would be better not to respond at all yeah and, you know so, even even those of us cuz i have pretty good customer service skills um, I, you know, I, I, I'm obsessed with customer service, but there are moments where I don't use those skills. Yeah. Oh yes. All of us. <laughs> right. Uh, oh us. no, I, I know. Yeah. But, yes. but that's the thing is, you know, you really got, I mean, that's one of those moments where 
you need to respond, maybe, right? And and that's up for debate. But if you decide you need to, great. Uh, you want to respond quickly, and that's important too. But sometimes it's you know, and 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 now I'll sort of step this back to that emotional response that we all have to anything. Sometimes it's okay to write the email and save it as a draft and go to sleep. Oh yeah. That's very important. Yeah. So I, I would suggest that when you, when you get that negative review, which you're going to get, or, you know, on Yelp, it's stars. So maybe you get a two star review, sure. even a three, three stars, not that great. Um, the first thing you should do is try to reach out privately, try to locate, you know, who this customer is. And, and uh, the, one of my uh, biggest frustrations with Yelp is the reviews are not tied to any sort of actual business you may have done with that customer. You can get a negative review if you don't answer the phone, even if it's not during your hours. You could get a negative review if somebody thinks your prices are too high. And that's a real problem for me as a business owner. But so you, first thing you do is you're going to try to track down that, that customer. You're gonna, and I would call them if you can get their phone number, because people are much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're not quite as powerful as they think they are when you're talking with them on the phone. You right. know, they're they're, they're going to uh, respond differently when you're interacting with a human. I mean, it'd be great if you could even do a face-to-face because they're even you know, more uh, congenial at that, at that time. But if you can talk to them and figure out what the problem really was or is and letting them know that you're reaching out to them. That that's really what most people want. Most people yeah. want to be recognized that, that this happened. And what I do, and this depends on your business and your cost structure and all that stuff. But usually the first thing I say is, Hey John, I saw you left us a, you know, a, a negative or not so good review. I'm reaching out to you. I, I want to touch base with you. But the first thing I want to let you know is I've gone ahead and just given you a full refund. So, you know, we don't want to provide service or, or sell a product if it's really going to be, you know, not, not what you expected. And if it's service and it's you know, relatively inexpensive, uh, I just do it. It's not worth it. And that changes the entire tone of the conversation, as you can imagine. Um, for, for, for most people, there's still some folks that that's not enough. Right. But, uh, and those people you just can't, you're not going to be able to do anything about. But for the vast majority of them, they got recognized, you gave them a refund. And there, it totally changes the conversation. Then after you're done having that conversation with them, let them know, then go respond publicly. Yes. Thanks for discussing this with me, John. I'm happy to, you know, I'm glad that I you know, issued you a full refund and just discuss what happened in your response. And on Yelp, they can go up and, you know, rev- and change that, uh, that review. Right. But even if they, even if they don't change it, it's very, it's extremely valuable, maybe more valuable than a five-star review to have that low, uh, you know, negative or low star review and then your response to the follow-up. Well, that, that, yeah. So I've got a lot of things to say here, but, but cool. to, to talk about that in particular, uh, or that concept in particular, we, uh, I use Airbnb a lot and, and we've just booked three different places in Europe with, with Airbnb because we're going to take the family to, to three different cities in Europe this summer. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Airbnb, when you're picking a place, it's all about the reviews. In fact, if somebody doesn't have reviews, I'm always really hesitant. And sometimes there's a good reason for it. You can see they just put their place, you know, they just listed it last week or, you know, whatever. Right. These things happen. But uh, I'm always more comfortable when I see reviews. And 
you get a good feel for what a place is like and what a host is like and that sort of thing when you're when you're reading these. But some of the um, some of the best feelings I've gotten about a place have been when I see someone post a negative review and then the uh, you know the host replies to it and acknowledges, oh yeah, things were really messed up, and I'm really sorry. And here, like you said, here's what we did to fix it. Sort of telling the rest of the story, not being defensive about it, just That's following right. it through. Just you know, it's it's that motion of okay, yep, that happened. I acknowledge it. I'm 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 sorry. Here's how I fixed it with you. You know, and telling the rest of that story, it's like oh, this is great. I'll I'll stay with this person. You know, no problem. Sure. You, you know yeah. that kind of a thing. So it, it, um, yeah, it told, from a consumer standpoint, it totally helps. Now, uh, with my businesses, we don't, Yelp is not part of, uh, the, our review structure. So when you, when you brought this concept up, I'm like, well, it, it's good. We, and we should talk about it. I don't think I'm going to have much to say. Of course, then it took me about two seconds to realize, <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. Of course, yes. stuff to always, say. Always something to say. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. y- you know, I, our business has tons of reviews and we get them, on, you know, with with MacGeekab, we get them on iTunes. Those are the most frustrating ones because we can't even reply to them there. Yeah. You know, and so people just get to say whatever they want to say about the and show. You and, and you don't know who they are. Not usually. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. there's, they, they can hide behind a handle or whatever. Yeah. And that's, it's, listen, look, it's fine. And, and sort of everybody knows that that's what iTunes is, you hope. But some people don't, you, you right. know. But uh, by and large, I mean, I think we've got an average of like 4.8 out of 5 or something on iTunes. So it's all good. But, but the, you know, it's the, the I, I take all of our reviews to heart. I read every single one of them. And the, but the ones that are negative, they, I mean, they hit, they hit hard. And, um, and, you know, I wish I could respond to these people, but I can't. We also get reviews via email from people. And, you know, sometimes rarely I will, I will say this, but sometimes people will write only to say, we love you. Thank you so much for what you do, that kind of thing. But that's rare. If someone's going to write something, it's because they have a bad experience and you can take that and you can turn that person into a fan. You know, I, I got one yesterday. Uh, I had done, they, they were complaining about the noise gate. That I use on the show. It's nothing different than this show, in fact. And I thought, well, this is weird, you know, 10 years later. And and then they said in their email, they're like, you really should listen to this other podcast that uh, it's called No Agenda that Adam Curry does with John Dvorak. Those guys have made podcasting into an art. They really, you know, know what they're doing. And, and, you know, I, I do listen to that show. I've been listening to Curry since before I started podcasting. And a lot of what I do, I modeled after what he did. In fact, at the first podcast expo, he and I sat down and we talked about all kinds of audio geekery stuff. So it's like, whoa, okay. What, you know, wow. And it was like, it was, it was written in an attacking sort of way, but that happens. Sure. So I replied to the person and I said, wow, that thanks. You know, I actually went and listened to one of their shows to see if maybe they're doing something different. Their gating is actually the same as ours. And then it was, oh, well, it was really this one segment of this one show and it was like, oh, yeah, now that you bring that out, I know exactly what you're talking about. And there was sort of some intention behind a weird sort of stuttering of, you know, the words in this one thing. I had done it actually uh-huh. in an ad read and it drove this this guy crazy. And but, you know, as soon as I engaged him on it and he saw that I cared and I went and researched this other stuff, 
he's now like our biggest fan and he apologized. He's like, you know, I really came across kind of snarky in that first note. Yeah. But you can do that, but you, you have to, you have to take their, their, you have to acknowledge that their concern is important to them, even if it's not important to you. And that's the, that's the trick is being able to, to, to create that separation. Because in this case, I totally believe in the way we have our noise gates and our compressors and all that set. It, it works really well for us. And we, I'm an audio maniac and I tweak it, but this guy didn't like it and that's okay. Right. You you know, I don't have to agree with you to respect that what you're saying is relevant and important to you. And, and that's that there's it, it, you know, it's not an easy thing. To, to separate yourself emotionally from that. But, but that's it's, what you got to do. It's not. Yeah. And I think that, um, that same passion that drives you in business and wants you do well and takes all these things, uh, you know, personally, th- that can cause problems when you go to respond to, to someone that's left you a negative review. Yeah. And, and that's why maybe, you know, if, if you can't separate that emotion, you, sh- you should have somebody else, respond or not respond at all yeah. because then it, then it just escalates and you could just see it. You could, you could look on Yelp for some, some, you know, places and see how some business owners have responded. And you're like, Oh, that I wouldn't have said that. You know, it, the public response is not the place to, to really disagree no. with the customer. You, you can certainly state your case, but you don't, you know, if you're going to just tell the customer that, yo, you're wrong, that's that's better with a private reply, yeah. you know, and and try to to work it out. But and and like you said, Dave, waiting um, a while. You know, we have one up on Yelp right now that I I read, and I I don't jump into it that much, but time to time I do, and and I read, and I was like, oh, that that really pisses me off. That's not right. That's not the way it happened, right? Right. But af- yeah. after talking to the per- the technician, that does, oh no, this is okay. I got it. So you know, I want to get the rest of our story out there, but I'm waiting to respond to, you know, let it get, get some distance from it a little bit and then go out, talk to this customer and then, you know, get a, get a middle ground, uh, you know, to them and yeah, pub- they'll, they'll get it publicly saying you're wrong is not, I mean, you think about it as a consumer, right? Forget about that one customer. Let's assume that all of your efforts are going to fail and you're never going to turn that person back to being your fan. And that's, that's only an assumption for an, as an exercise, you you'll probably, you probably will turn them around to being a fan, but assuming you can't, you have to worry about all of your future customers that don't know anything about your business. Right. right. And, And they're coming and they're seeing this business owner freaking out about this and they're looking at it. They have no skin in this game. You know, like why, Whoa, I don't want to deal with that business. Yes, Holy that's cow. exactly right. Yeah. You know, whereas if they see somebody that says, wow, I appreciate you taking the time to write this review. I'm really sorry that things went down uh, the way they did and that you walked away with this impression. This is not how we run our business. Uh, yeah. It, You know, we we are as upset about this as you are. And, uh, you know, uh, we've worked with you to fix it. You know, whatever you can say that's true. Yeah. But not defensive. It's, it's yeah, and, and being accountable is that's really it. an important, important part of it. Like, oh, either we, even if you didn't screw up, yeah, you still want to, to take what they have to say. Cause they interpreted it, have been interpreted. <laughs> they took it like you screwed up. That's right. Even if, even if you didn't. So it, it's almost like uh, having an argument with someone that's upset about something and getting mad at them because they interpreted what you said a certain, you know, a certain yeah. way. 
and it's like, oh, gee, I'm sorry that you're upset. Let me explain what I really meant here. Yeah. And, and you might have to do the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, this is what, what we intended. Um, and hopefully you can. And I'm you know, sorry flip, we fell short. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and these are the steps, you know, we, or we've taken steps to ensure this doesn't happen again. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Um, I mean, it's and, hard. I, I mean, know. it's it's easy for us, sort of easy for us to sit here and say this, but it's much harder even still to this day. You know, when somebody writes something and, and they're and I know in my heart they're wrong, even if they're actually right, you know, it goes against what I want to have happened. Sure. Man, it's so hard to it is. It's to, difficult to do it, but you you have to and, yeah. and you've got to understand, you know, there's there's a phrase the customer is always right. That's not true. The customer, because sometimes they're, they're simply wrong, right? Yes, you know, I completely agree. But the customer is always respected, you know, and that needs to, that's yeah. the most important thing is, you know, here's what they believe. Let's not make, let's not dismiss the fact that they believe that, you know, because that's the most important thing. These people want to be heard. And if you tell them, oh, that's stupid, we never did that. That's Whoa, right. That, you no, just poured fuel on a fire. I mean, that's exactly that's worse than ignoring them. Yeah. 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 That, that's for sure. And, you know, the, one of the things that's, I think, uh, most important is keeping, you know, making sure you're, you're hearing when those when those reviews pop up, good and bad, because if they're, you know, the positive reviews that come up, you want to feature them in other media, other content. Uh, and if a negative review pops up, you want to be able to respond to it. And you can do things, you know, very simple things. One, you can set up a Google alert to every time your company is mentioned on the web somewhere, Google will send you an email. Uh, and it's pretty basic, but it's, it's great. And it's free. And uh, we'll post a link to the uh, info about that on, you know, in the show notes, it, you can also use a program uh, like Hootsuite, which monitors you, you know, anything you want, uh, can mon- monitor product names, your company name, your, your name across a multitude of social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, you know, Google Hangouts, Google plus all that stuff. Uh, and that's like 10 bucks a month. And it, it is a very good, I mean, that's probably a, a, you know, a great use of 10 bucks to figure out anytime you're going to get mentioned, or maybe you, maybe you're following one of your competitors and you want to kind of hear what they're doing for their content stuff. And if you keep seeing their name all the time, well, you can model after that and help, you know, with your brand. But uh, hey, You really like it. Hootsuite, huh? You know, I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, for a, some of the other ones like tracker, you know, trackers like, uh, 80 bucks a month, okay. for their, their lowest cost thing, but for a, for a small business and you know, you can use the, you can go jump and you can do this manually. Certainly you could jump up and search and find and all those things. But I think, I think Hootsuite does a decent job at for 10 bucks a month. I mean, it's, it's you know, you got to kind of set it and let it do its thing and sure. tweak it. But, uh, I do. I think, it, I think it's a, a, a good investment if we're trying out. Certainly. Yeah. Cause otherwise you'll miss this stuff. Yeah. You won't even know about it and you're going to have customers finding these things good or bad and it's going to impact your business. So you need to be the one that is on message. You know, the story of your business needs to be uh, driven by you either by your content, your, you know, the reviews that are out there that, that you're managing, um, you know, all that stuff. It, it's your story. Yeah. Don't let somebody else take it over and, and talk about it in a way that is not the, the, uh, in the direction that you want it to go. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. No, it, it makes sense to me. I just, I, yeah. I have, I've, I've played around with Hootsuite, but I probably should pay more attention to it. it it's, it's grown a lot. I mean, it started, you know, really as a Twitter type thing. Um, and, you know, if, if you're on your own, you can use it for free. I mean, they have a little thing where, sure. uh, you know, uh, they give you three, you can three social profiles, some basic reports, that kind of, that kind of stuff. And you can eat, schedule posts. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty huh. nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I should pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, it's I, a good, I think it's developed along the way. We used to use it just for Twitter, but you know, that's a, that's a real rabbit hole, uh, tracking down every at mention. Oh yeah. We used to market it that way when we, we'd hear terms that we were uh, interested in pitching our services to people, uh, but it's not very effective. Okay. But okay. anyway, that's another, that's another show. Yeah. Right. But right. Right. So, but so paid the message is pay attention to your reviews, uh, you, you know, respond in a very unemotional manner. And if you, you know, give yourself some distance when, or ask someone else in your organization to respond if it's just too close to, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Right. Somebody else that doesn't have the, the history or passion for your, I mean, you want somebody that has some, yeah, some yeah interest yeah. in your business and a, right. but, but yeah, I mean, if it, as the owner and certainly the founder, you might be a little too close to it. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks folks for, uh, for coming and joining us again. I, I like this chat. This was, yeah, I, me too. When, when you mentioned this topic to me, I thought, okay, well, this is interesting for other people, but not me. <laughs> yeah that's I, right i think again i think i learned a ton so there you yeah. go yeah enjoy the rest of your week everybody enjoy thanks for uh thanks for listening thanks for starting our second year with us folks feedback at businessshow.co you can find us on facebook which we promise we'll uh we'll have straightened out here shortly shortly but uh, dba podcast is where we currently are on facebook but uh businessshow.co is where we always will be and uh, we certainly appreciate your time and let us know what you think let us know what your why don't you give us a review on iTunes how about that it's a great idea we'd love to hear from you thanks folks take it easy and we'll see you next time <laughs>